Hey, Sam. Hey, Luke. What's, uh, what's wrong, buddy? I just watched the hit 2004 film Troy starring Brad Pitt and Eric Bana, but I don't know if it's accurate at all. Hey, we've all been there, friend. This has you pretty messed up, huh? Well, I have good news for you. Ah! Jesus! I'm a doctor. Of medicine? Even better, classics. And I have all the answers for your burning questions about myths, ancient Greco-Roman history, and the movies. Where can we get this incredible medicine? Over on the podcast, Greased Lightning. It's on all your favorite podcatchers. It will be the sweet ambrosia of the gods. New episodes every other Monday. What do you think happens when we die, Camarillos? Good day. A good day would be to sleep in, take a motorcycle ride. You know, you're going to have to catch me. Walking the streets of the future is really going to be breathtaking. Welcome back to Hanksy Panksy Honor Among Reeves, a podcast where two dumb idiot best friends absconded with Tom Hanks, purloined Dwayne Johnson, and are about to be absolutely mugged by Keanu Reeves. I'm Sam Siegel, and I'm stealing your reality. Mm. Oh, no. I need mm-hmm. that. Oh, well, too bad. Yeah. It's mine now. Uh, I am Luke Patrick. I'm the other dumb idiot. This week, I am the red pill. Oh, okay. Yeah. Am I? You are wearing a red shirt. I am wearing a red shirt. Actually, that's quite a good point. (laughs) I am cosplaying Uh, as the red pill. Yeah, red shirt, red pill, red voter, as we all know about. As we all know. Yeah. Deep red voting. Staunch Republican. Yeah. Very hard line on the GOP. Uh, I was going to say, am I a metaphor for... Uh, hard right conservatism, or am I just not a even lovely... a metaphor? <laughs> or am I just a piece from a movie that somehow got co-opted into this weird QAnon frenzy thing? Who's to say? Yeah, who and can, who uh, that's say? how I introduce today's guest, Ben Shapiro. Everyone. <laughs> I will be cold in the ground before we have Ben Shapiro on this podcast. Little Ben Shapiro. Little Ben Shapiro. Outside of, uh, yeah, that Christmas movie. Uh, mm-hmm. It's the only. Fat Man. Fat Man. That's the only uh, entry he's going to have. And it says a precocious little shithead kid. Yeah. Uh, in fiction. That's it. Yeah. As, as opposed to a precocious little shithead man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the flesh, in the flesh space. In mm-hmm. the meat zone. Yep. So, uh, Luke, of course we did watch uh, 1999's The Matrix. And uh, how was your watch? Oh, so good. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was so choice, Sam. Um, yeah, I ate dinner. Watched the movie. It was on HBO Max. It was a headliner. It was a main. It's like we've been at a festival, right? And mm-hmm. at a music fest. Uh, and we've been. Hanksy Palooza. And we've been going to smaller stages with smaller acts, yeah. varying degrees mm-hmm. of success. Uh, and then it's like someone finally said, hey, you can go to the main stage this week. You can go watch a headliner. Oh. Keanu Roo. Keanu Roo. 
Just needed to get that in there. Yeah, I saw you had something locked and loaded. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, so, um, yeah, it does feel like we've been piddling around with a lot of, like, small ball indie indie bands, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. You're, you're feeling Minnesota's, uh, which... I'll have you know someone on our Tumblr that I always forget about because my wife manages it um, said we needed to watch it again, which absolutely not. No, that's a hard pass. Why? What was the rationale? Didn't give one. Just said watch it again, which I think is actually someone who wants us to die. That sounds like a threat. Yeah, that's our first enemy. Of the podcast <laughs> is this person who uh, so badly hates us, yeah, uh, that they want us to watch Feeling Minnesota again. Uh, but yeah, you're right. We we finally made it to the main stage, the headlining act, in big letters at the top of the Keanu uh set list or whatever the fuck it's called, The Matrix. Yeah, big old black letters at the top of the poster. So. Sam felt real good. How was your watch? Standard. <laughs> One watch, please. One standard mm-hmm. unit of watch. Yep, and that is uh, that is what was prepared, and that is what was consumed. But I have an important question. Mm-hmm. What is the right like dish or meal to eat? during an action film because i was eating nachos uh as i am wont to do and i found maybe not a great choice for an action film okay now why is that what's up with the action movies re nachos i had to look down to make sure Ah. i was picking the right nacho to make sure i wasn't spilling anything yeah so there there was a time or two where i had to rewind uh because i had missed something because I was focused on my, my nachos. Right. So it made me think, in the future, when I know there's an action flick coming, maybe I should pick a different meal. Yeah. What is it? I think it's Gogurt, my dude. Okay. Um. I want to push back on that, because... Well, before you do, um, before you do, just imagine it. Because if you're focused, if the primary need is to be... 100% focused on the movie at all points in time. Mm-hmm. You want to slam back some nutrients, you just get you a tube of Gogurt, you tear off that the end of that bad boy, slip, slop, slort, my man, it's going straight into your face, you've not lost eye contact. The The problem is, uh, at, at a D&D session this, this past week, someone did bring Gogurt. Ah. I don't want that. So... <laughs> <laughs> and also uh, i'm thinking like like a meal because easily the answer would be popcorn because that's sure. what's served in movie theaters but i'm talking like a meal okay. like a main course okay what if you did pop okay stick with me okay popcorn but you like all right you coat it in protein powder and okay and like all the normal popcorn fixings, but just like a lot of protein powder so that you're getting more nutrients inside of you as you go along. I, I don't know what to say to this, Luke. You've, because my guy, I was just going to say pizza. 
Um, pizza's good. Yeah, hey, that's a good pizza's one. Pizza's good. But it's, it's not uh, funny, Sam. This is a goofs podcast. I, I put it to you. Popcorn with lots of protein powder on it isn't funny. It's upsetting. I'm just confused <laughs> and scared it's... is the problem. What am, what am I supposed to do with this, Luke? How am I supposed to yes and popcorn with protein powder and you know what? Fuck it. Chocolate shavings. Yeah. A big old hunk of peanut butter. Now we're and talking. And why not just drench it in nacho cheese? There you go. Fuck. No, I've repeated the nacho problem. Because <laughs> now it's messy. <laughs> now it's messy. If you have to interact with the remote at all, you're going to deeply regret a lot it's of these choices. Fucked. Yeah. Absolutely fucked. You need, yeah. You'll have to have one of those, like, stupid pandemic keychain things. That Ah, uh, uh, the keychain thing. You know here's the thing as as a card carrying uh clinically significant germaphobe yeah those keith chain things made zero sense because you're not gonna clean them yeah just use your hand and then use hand sanitizer yeah you would know i mean you're a pro at this yeah and if I, even you look, were looking been, at this this weird grabby metal thing that sits on your keychain that you're supposed to use like open doors and poke remotes or whatever mm-hmm. um, right yeah as someone who's been living in this space since i'd say 2016 mm-hmm. i know how to navigate a world that you're scared of yeah and the way to do that is not to get a device that you touch a lot of things with and then never clean just clean your hands so much that the skin sloughs off. Yeah. Yeah. But then it reveals the nice clean skin underneath. So, um, mm-hmm. Sam, we've wandered pretty far afield. Uh, I think we're actually pretty close to the Matrix, okay. if I'm being honest. Yeah, true, true, um, true. Because is any of it real? You know, many people have wondered throughout time mm-hmm. in history um if what, you can't see a germ does it exist yeah if a germ is in the forest and there's no one around to to be worried about it mm-hmm. does it exist uh i think That's the answer good. is no i mean we all know that we're living in a simulation so yeah obviously because because our um great four butthole king uh elon musk yeah has said so. And that guy has never been wrong about anything. Mm-mm. Definitely not the batteries in his Teslas being fine. Or not having <laughs> uh, uh, anything under his launch pad to make the the rocket flames not blow up the concrete underneath. Yeah, hey, remember when that clip was floating around of someone asking him if we live in a simulation? And people cared about his mm-hmm. answer oh those were heady yeah. days uh well a different time yeah. to be sure different um, era. L- how about you break down the plot of 1999's the matrix okay i'm not gonna do it because i knew i knew you weren't gonna no here's why if you're the rare individual who has never seen the matrix this is mm-hmm. one of those movies it's like the movie that people say, if you don't know a thing about it, that's the best way to watch it, is to go in with zero expectations at all. Yeah. Because um, there are scenes in this movie that, Sam, I wish someone could hypnotize me so I could see him again for the first time. 
Um, okay, I do want to know what those scenes are. Yeah, right now? I mean, I've, at some point, I have to know what these scenes are. Okay, yeah, let's save it for the review section. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh, it's sort of a Western, sort of a kung fu movie. It's all sci-fi. It's uh, a little heady. I don't know, man. If you're into sci-fi especially, it's it's right up your alley. So How is it a Western? So I've read some really convincing articles that talk about how that subway scene uh is like one oh. of the best westerns ever shot it's intentionally supposed to be a western like there's a newspaper that floats by is like a tumbleweed mm, okay and stuff i yeah. gotcha yeah yeah yeah. um it's got a lot of influences the point being if you if you haven't seen this like you it's a cultural touchstone man you, you should probably do that so go away listen to, or uh, watch the movie then come back and your boys will still be here so Here's, yeah. here's three seconds to go do that. So what did you think of it? Oh, man. This movie is leathery. Leathery. Yes. My God. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> there is more leather in this movie than in a German sex club. Yeah. Well, actually, so there is a scene where they're at a sex club. Um, mm-hmm. And it was a real S and M club in Sydney, and okay. Apparently, they just told the extras come, however, come dressed as as whatever you do. That's honestly come, however, is usually the yeah. rule in those sex clubs. Yeah, for sure. sure. Yeah, and so uh, <laughs> you get a lot of leather, sort of coming up out of the woodwork. There, there is a lot of leather. Yeah, it, I. It's been a long time since I'd seen this flick, and. Boy, was I caught off guard by how much fucking leather is in it. Yeah, it's a real aesthetic statement, man. Um, it's it's chock full of vibes. What do you think of this one? This movie is gripping. Yes. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. So again, it had been a minute since I had seen it. Yeah, I wait, how long, how long has it been since you saw The Matrix? Could not tell you. Okay. It, definitely years, possibly a decade. Plus. Okay, because for me, it's probably been like two years, something like that. Okay, yeah. No, it's it's been a long time. Yeah. Okay. Um, I did not remember that this movie starts fast and never lets up. No, yeah. They have a lot of exposition to get through, and they do that through action and world building. Like, yeah, like it is combined. It is the rare film. Where it just, it puts its foot on the accelerator, never lets up. Yeah. Which is kind and of it's, fucking, I mean, there are a lot of great things about this movie that I wrote down. That is not one of them, mm-hmm. and it is such a good point about this movie. It's so refreshing, because usually, like, like I like action movies. Mm-hmm. Um, almost always, an action movie starts with uh, some bland bullshit. It is the just the like salad that you have to eat before your pizza. Yeah. And every movie's like that. It there's always just this like, okay, we gotta get through the bland bullshit and then we can actually get to the fun stuff. No. This movie from the jump is like uh no. It's all cool shit. The all pizza. Yeah. Oops all pizza. Oops all pizza. 
Yeah. Um, and it's it's so fucking nice, mm-hmm. and it still accomplishes like the the world building that it that it has to do, and it does so very deftly. Yeah. Um. But, but without ever getting dull, it's yeah. never dull. Yes, which is crazy because they imparted an idea to the general public and so uh you know in such a way that it was so deftly handled that everybody grokked it and in so much so that it became a cultural moment like but what they're getting across the actual like sci-fi concept of everybody stuck in a matrix it's a simulated reality blah 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 is like pretty complex uh and they shove it all across in a way that is never boring. Uh, mm-hmm. What you what you doing over there, man? I'm just looking up something for later. <laughs> it makes me real nervous when you're on your phone when we do these. No, you're you're fine. Yeah, you are absolutely fine. But yeah, anyway, the point my point being that you're totally right. Like the amount of exposition that they chunk through, because uh, mm-hmm. Rumi watched this with me and pointed out that the the first chunk of this movie. Uh, really is mostly just exposition, like the first hour. But you're totally right. It doesn't feel like, um, like there's no title scroll, um, like in Star Wars or whatever. And there's no like trade contracts. It's all told through right. action. It's all just like bing, bang, boom. However, the it does share with um, Star Wars that the fight scenes are exposition. Yes, 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 yes. Um, and, and are and, and it's well served by that. It just, it does not do any exposition outside of that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, okay. I want to, I want to talk about Keanu for a little bit. Okay. Actually, is... no, okay. no, no, no. I want to talk about the scenes that you wish that you could be, uh, uh, lobotomized yeah and see again yeah this is all stemming from uh, Jack Whitehall comedian has a bit uh, comedian and actor I think he's mostly like acting these days which is kind of crazy I don't know yeah um, has a bit about how he and a friend tried to get hypnotized so they could reread the Harry Potter books for the first time again um, <laughs> <laughs> which that bit has not aged well. Uh, no. Man, what have you taken from us, JK? God damn it. Um, yeah. <clears throat> anyway, if I were to go through the same process and get uh, lobotomized for this movie, there's a couple scenes. Mm-hmm. The first one, um, hands down, most important, is when Neo becomes God and wakes up enlightened. Uh, that, okay, oh, yes. That moment is so fucking powerful. Um, it's a... It's so good, and um, it. I my favorite part about it is the like bored, one-handed yes fighting. Yeah, it's well, it's exactly what you were saying about telling the narrative through fights, because like mm-hmm. you know they've been struggling against the agents the whole movie, and they've set him up to be like this you know a power level above them, and all of a sudden yeah. he's like you know bored. He's basically just flapping around over there. And like yawning. And yawning, yeah. Oh, it's so good. Um, other, probably the intro with Trinity is also pretty badass. Um, mm-hmm. Like, it's like, um, 
you know, sometimes you get into uh, like Van Halen or whatever is a good example, like a band that like their first record, first song that everybody dipped into was just like guitars, wailing, classic hit. You know what I yeah. mean? Like this one mm-hmm. right from the jump was like, this is what you're in for. Buckle up, buddy. Um, yes. And then lastly, the first time they do bullet time, because we've become so desensitized to bullet time at this point. Mm-hmm. But this was like one of the first movies to do that. So I want to talk about bullet time. Yeah. Uh, okay. This like I need to I need to double check something, but I feel like this movie has been deeply significant for video games. Oh yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah. 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 Let me, uh, let me just figure out when the first Max Payne video game came out. Uh, Max Payne, is that right? Hold on, yeah, two thousand one. Yeah, yeah, that sounds uh, right. Yeah, yeah, and so uh, Max Payne uh, is a third-person shooter, uh, kind of noir-esque, and the the whole thing with this was bullet time and it was so very heavily influenced by the matrix and then everyone saw how much like how much fun max Payne was and then everyone started doing bullet time yeah and so there's this period where like basically every fucking game that came out had bullet time sure and it was all because of the matrix and i think i think the matrix drove interest in like specific guns too Mm mm-hmm um, like in, in a video game sense. Okay, I was gonna but, say gun sales surge yeah. after. Uh, I mean, Warner Brothers. I know the Matrix. Because the the gun that the agents use is the the Desert Eagle, and again, that thing is like a staple of video games now in yeah. a way that I feel like it was not prior to 1999. True. Yeah, that um, could be. And I mean. Part of that's probably also like graphical fidelity and all all of that shit that that led to games doing more like realistic portrayals of guns. But like it just feels like the Matrix really like snapped something in people's brains. Yeah. Uh, in in a video game sense. Yeah, and in a movie sense as well. I mean. Oh sure. Yeah, it broke cinema for a long time. I mean, people were trying to ape this flavor. Um, and I'd say even to, to this day, people are still kind of like everything everywhere gets compared to the matrix quite a bit. Um, Hmm. and I think it, it's a nice, it's sort of like the Stevie Ray Vaughan to the Jimi Hendrix. Sorry for all these. I've just been playing a lot of guitar. Yeah. I'm, I was going to ask cause, (sighs) uh, I am, uh, famously not a, big music guy yeah yeah and i don't i'm fresh out of other metaphors it would appear yeah so a lot of these are not making sense to me yeah it's just you know there's there's like people that directly rip off the matrix and then there's people that try Uh to do something inventive and cool but in the same zone as the matrix gotcha Um, okay yeah so i would say everything everywhere fits into that latter category for sure. Uh, but there were lots of like simultaneous, like 
or not, you know, simultaneous, but right after movie chains that tried to ape a lot of what this was doing uh, down to the aesthetic, like the, the green filter, the green filter, the leather trench coats, the, the leather shirts, the leather pants, the leather sunglasses, like just everything mm-hmm. leather. Yeah. Um, the leather condoms, leather condoms. Um, yeah. Okay. So I want to talk about our boy Keanu. Yes, please. That is the nature of the podcast. Because we, we get three looks, three new looks from Keanu. We've got Neo. Yeah. The the in the Matrix version of Keanu, mm-hmm. which I think that's a good flavor. Yeah. We've got a good flavor going. Then we've got Keanu on the ship, who's um, shaved head and uh, in rags, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they all dress in rags for some reason. Um, Yeah, I mean, I figure there's not a whole lot of time for, like, fashion. No, but I also feel like someone forgot how to make a shirt. Well, like, Tank has a shirt. Tank does have a shirt, doesn't he? Everybody else is in these sort of, like, carpet looking it it does look like they took like a like an old welcome mat and cut a cut a neck hole in it yeah (laughs) except for tank anyway that's a yeah that's for another day so how are you feeling about that keanu i i don't like it when our boy hurts himself for movies uh it's hard isn't it because he lost 15 pounds for that that those scenes Oh no! And then That's too many. And it's too many. I just, I appreciate that people are like dedicated to their jobs and want to do a mm-hmm. good job. But anytime someone's like, I gained a lot of weight or I lost a lot of weight, uh, yeah, for a role, it makes me really nervous. You should not fuck around with your weight that much. No, you should not. So, uh, uh so I, I, I generally speaking, am one thumb down on on that look okay i think that's fair now most importantly pod baby keanu mm. let's talk about pod baby keanu um because this is the keanu that rips out of the the human battery pod and is covered with this thick slippery mm-hmm. looking goo is devoid of any hair whatsoever and is stark naked. Yeah. Asterisk. What do you think about Pod Baby Keanu? I genuinely had never considered. I've never thought about Pod Baby Keanu. I thought a lot about Pod okay. Baby Keanu. <laughs> then maybe we should start with you and let me just get a whiff of whatever flavor you've got going on with Pod Baby Keanu. Pod Baby Keanu. Slick hairless nude fucking excellent <laughs> i love pod baby keanu i don't know what it is about what? pod baby keanu but there is not enough of him in this movie for your boy i lo- i he's dripping with this like really thick lubricant it's so gross and i lo- and he's just have you ever watched it's always sunny in philadelphia in the se- the the episode where uh, Danny DeVito gets obsessed with cleanliness, not unlike your your boy right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. he 
He slicks himself down with hand sanitizer and removes all his hair, and he's crawling around on the floor. Yeah. And it's that, but Keanu, and thicker. Now, one, speaking of dedication to role, love you, Danny DeVito. Like, it was an insane oh, thing to do gosh. for a show. Yeah. <laughs> so, so good. <laughs> so good. Um, God, that show. Um... Okay, is it sexual for you? Because it sounds no, not sexual. even a little. It's not sexual. Because you're it's real, not sexual. You're real focused <laughs> on him being lubricated. It's just how many actors have you seen covered in a thick, slippery goo? And it's bud. I think I can count that on one hand. Yeah, uh, and it's uh, more should do it. I'm telling you, I want to see Tom Hanks covered in a. Th- Thick, slippery goo. It's just <laughs> goo watch. This podcast from this yes. moment forward is just goo watch. It's goo watch. I oh, it's a slip, thick, slippery goo. It's dripping everywhere. It's so unbecoming. I think that's what I really love. Yeah. Is he is an actor who is like, I'm going to get as gross as I fucking can, and he did it he did it luke it's so <laughs> nasty it's like dripping out of his mouth and it's still like it's still like caked on his skin somehow but it's keeps it he's just covered in snot basically and it's just dripping off in these thin like fucking like mozzarella milk strings yeah. almost it's it's a wild look and i love it Still sounds pretty sexual. My guy, I am as soft as I have ever been. Yeah. That doesn't mean it can't be sexual. I well, don't know. I'm telling you it's not. Okay. What I can tell you, because I was also on Dick Watch for this, he is not nude. Yeah, I was really curious about that, because we do get... We get pretty close to the pizone here. So what did what did you peep? On we this do one? actually get the pizone. Let me explain. So first, as as one would do with a, a scientific study, let me talk about my methods. So what I do <laughs> is uh, when I see a scene in which nudity may be uh, revealed, uh, I rewind it and then I pause. I'm not joking, frame by frame, uh, until I get. <laughs> The money shot. And I actually have a money shot for you, Luke. Um, that is a photo I need to show you later. That's a and different money shot. That's an unrelated yeah, money shot. It's it's actually a, tr- a truck with an ATV on it that I had some uh, comments about. So, I know this is blurry. I know this is a bad photo. But, um, actually, I'm just going to send it to you. Yeah, that looks like... I'm not going to open my web browser in case Audacity closes on me. Um, Mm, That's fair. So I will peep this later. But what you just showed me looks like a, like, biblically accurate angel, as far as I could tell. Just, like, glistening blue light blurry bullshit. So So the, the scenes in which, um... Pod baby Keanu is slippering, s- slipping his way down the the tubes. Yeah. Um. They're very blue, very blue scenes, but we get a scene where it's his legs coming down, 
and uh, you it's like crotch on, and it gets spotlit, basically. Mm-hmm. And so I paused it on that exact moment, and my guy is wearing a cup. I a see. A very prominent cup. Yeah. And then a few moments later, and I again, I mean frames later, uh, we see him slipping out of the out of the tube and into yeah. like the sewer or whatever. And what we see is that Keanu is actually wearing like a singlet. Huh. So not just yeah. like like trunks. No, it's like a singlet. Interesting. It like like you can see a material at his shoulders. So this is just on his torso. Yeah. And I did I did pause it right on his right on his peener. Yeah. And he is wearing a cup, you can tell. But you can also tell there's a bulge there. And I think you can make out a little bit of our our various forms. I hate uh, this. I hate this so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's so he's not nude, but we get some more hints as to what we've got underneath that weird singlet in the cup. Yeah. Um and I that's my thesis. On Pod Baby Keanu. I don't know that you have a thesis. You kind of just like that he's all slippery and covered in <laughs> snot. <laughs> it's thick, slippery goo. Yeah. Thick, slippery goo. Um, thick, slippery goo. More actors need to embrace it. Tom Hanks. Do you know what would have made A Man Called Auto, which was a phenomenal film? even better uh so you're suggesting that Otto wakes up his wife is still dead he's still dealing with this he's still curmudgeoning mm-hmm. but he goes to a kiddie pool full of lubricant no, Jesus Christ no that's weird okay. that's fucking weird what do you want in the kiddie pool then like I'm vegetable saying, glycerin no I'm saying in a dream sequence Otto wakes up he is completely shorn of all hair <laughs> And he is covered in a thick, slippery goo. And he is distressed about it. He is upset that he's got... Actually, the, I am I am detecting the sexual tone. Yeah, there's... I am, I'm hearing it now. <laughs> I'm amazed it took you this long. <laughs> yeah, I hear it. I hear it. It's bad. I'm gonna... St- I, what do you think about Pod Baby Keanu? <laughs> I'll tell you what, I am very glad I asked you first, um, <laughs> because now that I know the direction you're coming from, uh, don't have don't have a ton of thoughts on Pod Baby Keanu. Um, definitely didn't think about it as much as you have. So <laughs> just, it's such a it's such a brief look. But it is such a different look for Keanu because he looks like a ghost covered in thick, slippery goo. Sure. And it's it's so it's such a bad look for him, and I commend him for embracing it. I think if you would, if, so the next, uh, you would you would bust a gut if um you, you'd shit a total brick if Keanu ended up on Ghostbusters, um, and got <laughs> oh. slimed. That would be, yeah. that'd be the next, that'd that's the Mount Everest so for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it, like, 
Uh, A tier is thick, slippery goo. S tier is a colored thick, slippery goo. <laughs> like a green, something nice like that. I was, I mean, I will say this about Pod Baby Keanu. Um, mm-hmm. I did very much wonder what they filled that pod with. Because then there's another scene where, like, we see the pod filling up with a baby inside of it, and it's all, it's a thick, slippery goo. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. I just wondered, like, what do you do? You go to the hardware store and you're like, I need, I need like fifty gallons of glycerin, and they go, what What are you doing, man? Well, I'm gonna take Keanu Reeves, I'm gonna dunk him <laughs> in this big thick slippery goo, <laughs> and I'm gonna make millions. I kind of wonder if perhaps the Wachowskis went to um, like a well known porn producer yeah and they said i need your thickest silicone lubricant yeah and a lot of it i need enough to cover keanu reeves and then some and they were like thickest like that's what you want you want the like yeah stodgiest like the thickest possible lubricant we have the absolute thickest please and the wachowski Um, sisters were like yes 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 thick slippery goo in a in an oil drum delivered to our set please yeah how do you think keanu prepped for that i mean probably lots of breathing exercises one to calm himself down and two to like actually prepare his body for (laughs) holding his breath while submerged in whale blubber for it does seem like the perfect substance to make you feel like you're being waterboarded. Yeah. I don't think you're going to have a great time if you no. sort of get the, any amount of that in any orifice. Um, yeah. What else do you have? Or was it all uh, Pod Baby Keanu for you? No. Actually, I had a lot of other stuff. Um, which pill would you take? Red pill. For sure. Yeah, that's what Kenna said. I think I'm taking the blue pill. Can I be honest with you? Used to be blue uh-huh. pill. Really? Yeah. So you've been red pilled. Yeah, basically. Um, here's here's what's up. To the level that you remember how people used to make like joke Facebook groups. Uh huh. I actually had one called "Being Reinserted into the Matrix" that people could be a fan of. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You know, sort of cipher style, just being plugged right. back in. Yeah. I I see the argument, and I completely understand. I just, I just feel like things are simpler with the blue pill. Hmm. True. And and I appreciate simplicity at this time in my life. Yeah. Um. I don't know, but I also like knowing things. I'm a nosy guy, and so I do wonder if I would take the red pill on pure nosiness. See, for me, I think that's the crux of it, is that I would rather be miserable but correct Mm -hmm. than living a lie. Well, see, that's the, the thing is the alternative, taking the blue pill, doesn't make you rich or no. above the law or whatever like it doesn't make you one no, of I these d- shithead billionaires um, i don't need any of those things 
Yeah, I'm just saying, like, if you're going to be kind of average amounts of okay or amounts of happy anyway, then you might as well be miserable and full of knowledge versus living a lie and just, like, having an okay life. So yeah, did you did you actually know that miserable but full of knowledge is the title of my memoir? <laughs> I did not. I pegged your working title, huh? Yeah, you did. Yeah. Nice. Um. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, there there are two. Uh, uh, there are two things that I did not like in this movie. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um. First is. Um, some of the action scenes are very cool and other ones and I can't quite put my my finger on it but there is something that happens in the action scenes that just comes across across as like kind of doofy now hmm okay talk me through that there was just like I don't know if it's like a like a cringe I don't think it's quite like cringy or anything but there's just something that like Comes across as just a little, little doofy to your boy. Do you? Do you um, does your boy have uh, our boy have a specific scene in mind so I can I can play in the space with you here? I f- I feel like it happened a bit in um, the like training uh, dojo. Okay. 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 Yeah. 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 Where they're like most of the fight, very cool, and then it. Actually, no. I I can pinpoint the exact thing. Sure. It is Trinity's weird, um, like midair cartwheel. You okay. know what I'm talking about in the in the gunfight in the building. Oh, okay. You're talking about a different scene. Okay. Yeah. 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 No, because uh, I couldn't remember exactly what it was in the dojo, so I yeah. had to switch tracks real quick. Yeah, you did. I I fully flew out the the window of the train that we were on. Yeah. And now sorry. I confused and on the ground, but I'm I'm back on track. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. So we're in the gunfight in the like federal building or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. And uh, which title on my sex tape? Um and. <laughs> <laughs> she she does that weird midair cartwheel thing yeah. and something about that zipped me right out mm. i was i was out of the movie and i was like that i don't i don't i can't put my finger on it yeah but something about that just felt like robotic and doofy I see. in a way that most of the other action did not hmm i would put this firmly under the Heading of splitting hairs. You got a lot oh, of hairs. Yeah. We're you splitting them. You have to split hairs with this movie. Yeah. Because um, I had another complaint, and it is so niche. Oh, uh, well, It makes well, me, me sound with... like yeah. the least interesting person in the world. Hit me with that one, man. Okay, same same action scene. Yeah. Keanu uh, has two machine pistols, and he's, I think, running down, firing both of them. Yeah. And it's showing all the shell casings uh, oh, falling God. to the ground. Oh, no. Yeah. I ta- You asked for it, okay? I wasn't going <laughs> to say it. You asked for it. He's, he's firing a machine pistol, which fires pistol caliber rounds. What's falling is rifle caliber uh, 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 shell casings. Yeah. And it's just, I was like, come on. You got everything else right. They even had, they had the H&K slap. 
in this movie, which um, he has like that submachine gun uh, Neo does, and he yeah. slaps it at one point. That is, I'm not joking. That is what the manufacturer recommends. <laughs> that you give it a little love smack, just a little so a little so it is the um, it's the like charging handle. I think is the the technical term. It's the part of the gun that goes. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and what you are supposed to do, and I mean, you can you can you know hit, pull it down with your hand. That's fine. But they do actually say you absolutely can, and we sort of recommend that you take kind of the the flat side of your hand opposite your thumb and like karate chop it, basically just slap it, and it and it knocks it down from the little part uh, that like catches it, and it slaps down and and. Uh, wrecks the next round so they got that right uh which is one cool as hell oh no did i lose you no you're back okay uh so zoom barfed and i only caught a bit of the madness that you were talking about um, yeah i don't know how to deal with that um so i'm just not gonna repeat it yeah no that's fine i think it's the way forward folks yeah. Do you have a streaming service? <laughs> what can we use? <laughs> other, other than, like, a fucking phone call at this point. Yeah. Maybe we need walkie... Uh, I mean, we live close enough, we need, like, Vietnam War-era walkie-talkies. The problem is, here's the issue. If we have Vietnam-era walkie-talkies, I am going to spend the entire episode going whiskey kilo foxtrot do you acknowledge and it's gonna be a problem i'm gonna yeah. yell danger close i'm gonna yell broken arrow it's gonna be a mess yeah we will never talk about the flick um can i talk about my other complaint with the film uh that i think is actually a little more legitimate the doofiness or no. another thing. Uh, I think I th- I think we passed the doofiness. Yeah, I think so. And and I think what I've discovered is that the doofiness uh f- makes it look very clearly like they had to use wires. And oh, it's okay. rigid because of that. Yeah. Um, okay. But no. My other like big complaint is that Trinity falling in love with Neo yeah. makes no sense. Oh, it doesn't. It's not built up. Yeah, we we actually talked about that as like I would say this is one of the more perfect movies ever made with that Mm -hmm. exception. That is a huge gaping plot hole that she's just like, I've known you for three days and I am deeply in love with you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. No, we're good. Sorry. I, I got very alarmed because I noticed that the time this is a mess of yeah. a recording and it's during the day folks i just noticed that the time on audacity hadn't moved since 26 minutes and i got very worried yeah very worried that i had talked for for quite some time it, it's fine don't worry oh glitches in the matrix that's what we get for trying yeah. to red pill everybody uh, yeah, it is bring a problem them, bring them out of uh yeah there's no good way to do this joke i'm not gonna yeah, uh, is this what I get for for saying thick slippery goo? Too I think times? I think spending twenty minutes on Podbay Keanu 
Pod baby Keanu maybe broke the internet. <laughs> if if that is how I become famous, I welcome it. Yeah. You just might. Um now let's see. Would you like some IMDb facts brought to you by McKenna? I would love some. I've been spoiled on a few because I actually like okay. saw some on Tumblr. Completely unrelated. Mm, okay. Like it just popped up that uh, you know, here's it was the specific scenes with the IMDB fact on Tumblr, but mm-hmm. uh I'm hungry for more. So Okay, these are new to me because Kenna just wrote them. So okay. uh so the first one you actually did uh spoil so to prep for, for Pod Baby Keanu, he uh lost fifteen pounds, shaved his whole body uh uh to to give Neo an emaciated look. All right, we're moving so, on. We're not going to spend any additional time on Pod Baby Keanu. Quick question: Did you shave everything? Um, all scenes that take place in the Matrix have a green tint. Scenes in the real world have a blue tint. Blue was used at a minimum in the Matrix. Oh, okay. Uh, did not actually think about that. That that there's not like a lot of like blue color happening yeah. in the Matrix. I guess that makes sense. It also gave them a huge excuse to just like S and M kink up everything. Yeah. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Um, before pre-production, Keanu suffered a two-level fusion of his cervical spine, and it Jesus. began to cause uh, paralysis in what it... leap loop. Bop? Beep? What the <laughs> fuck did she write? <laughs> paralysis in his loop. Legs! Legs! Caused <laughs> oh, paralysis <God>. in legs. <laughs> that was a joke. Uh, it was. He had to undergo neck surgery and still trained after surgery, but was unable to kick, so he doesn't kick much in mm. the movie. That's horrifying. Jesus Christ. What a fucking trooper. What if I've never heard that? Never. Mm. I didn't know that was something that he struggled with at any point. No. My God. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Uh, and finally, two other people were considered for the role of Neo. Okay. 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 They were. Do you want to guess? Actually, yeah, I, I do. I want to take. I want to take a quick stab. 1999, um, Mel Gibson, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, Everyone's favorite. And um, Nicolas Cage. You are unfortunately wrong. Nah, they were I... Will Smith. Okay. And Mark Wahlberg. Okay, these actually make a lot of sense. <laughs> um... <laughs> I just, I I can't imagine Mark Wahlberg no. in um no 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 not thick slippery goo in like the like German sex club leather getup yeah that is required for this film. It Keanu is such a versatile human being, both in a fashion mm-hmm. sense and a like, oh, yeah. acting sense. That he pulls it off really well. I could I could see Will Smith making yeah, this Yeah, I happen. think Will Smith could do it. 
I think um, he really could. Um, but uh, Marky Mark is a hard pass, I think. Yeah, for that me. is not going to work. Because, as we all know, Mark Wahlberg can play one character, and that's Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, he's got one guy. Uh, he's made, Hey, power to him, he's made a career off of it. Mm-hmm. But he's kind of just got the one note. Yeah, uh, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. That's disturbing. I, I don't like... It's it's like finding out that your parents dated other people before they dated, mm. um, mm-hmm. you know your their you know your your parents. Um, right. Yeah. It it it's just I hate the peek behind the curtain. The, it's a little upsetting, been. huh? Yeah. That yeah. the Wachowskis were like, "What about Mark Wahlberg? For what, about, this? <laughs> what about Marky Mark? What's Marky Mark doing? Yeah, what's he up to? No. Oh, they, he can only play himself, huh? Yeah, mm. they made such a good choice in picking Keanu over. Oh, they Mark. did, what they they did, and like it really feels like the the dawning of a new age. Yeah, uh, with Keanu here, mm-hmm. and it feels so good. Luke, yeah. do you do you have any uh, final thoughts? Um, yeah, actually, one theme that I noticed that I hadn't really noticed before, um, mm-hmm. and I think it's just a change of the times, although not for the Wachowskis. Cops are straight up the villains in this movie. Yeah. And yeah. Right on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like every time you see a cop, cause like there's a moment in the training program where, you know, the red dress one with the red dress, they're talking mm-hmm. about like how you can't trust anybody. There's a direct shot of a cop. He goes, you can't trust anybody. The camera looks at a cop and then moves it's- on. It's so refreshing to see something where cops are not just automatic, like, fucking superheroes. Yeah. Uh, and that actually they are what they are, which is oppressors. Yeah, they are straight up the agents of the agents in this yes. movie. And just sort of unquestioningly go on blasting rampages. Um, oh, yeah. Anyway, so I just wanted to point that out. The other thing that I wanted to flag... Uh, is that uh, this movie's got gung, gun fu in it? Is what gun I'm fu, call it. yes. Uh, it's it's shot pretty frequently like a kung fu movie, but oh, with yeah. guns, which mm-hmm. is really fascinating to have like an homage to you know kung fu classics, but like a gun focus. Uh, yes, it, it and again like that stylistic shooting yeah. is. So good, so well done. Yeah, but uh, I'll be honest. I'm just mostly afraid that if I t- tackle any other part of this movie, you're just gonna mm-hmm. want to talk about that thick, slippery goo again, and I'm very it, scared. I I will promise you, I will not talk about thick, slippery goo for the rest of this recording. Okay. If there is something that you wanted to talk about, uh, no, nah, that's those. I honestly took very few notes. Mm, okay. Um, mostly it's all final quotes that uh, uh, I, I was you. shopping around. So Ooh, okay. Yeah. Well, in that case, Luke, would you like mail time? Oh my God, I live for mail time. Seriously, folks, email us because I my heart rate increases. I get excited. <laughs> you're you're filling my brain with serotonin every single time you do this. It's so good. So. First, we have from Tuck, uh, with the subject line, bleeped name, 
This is what we wanted. Oh, yes, this is what we wanted. And you have to read. It's not us saying it, so it makes it fine. You have to read every name. Tuck says, I would bet my life savings the name that you had to bleep was actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf. (laughs) No, Tuck. (laughs) An excellent guess. An excellent, excellent guess. Wrong. Dead wrong. Yeah. You need more sexual um, is what you need. Yeah. Uh, I would say Shia LaBeouf uh, lacks the raw sexual power required. And I would say the muscly, because like in, jerking off on a treadmill implies that a level of comfort, comfort with both the masturbatory process and the treadmill, like you're a pro treadmill user. At that point. I'm sorry, are you saying that Sam Wickwicky uh, is not <laughs> strong enough? Is not a pro uh, a pro in the gym? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, not particularly. Yeah, that's fair. Um, we have an email from Daniel uh, with the subject line, Sam, don't roller coaster because go fast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And then the message is just, and he hates the Tracy Chapman song, Fast Car, with a link to the Tracy Chapman song, Fast, Fast Car. Fast Car. Nice. Got him. Me... Got him. It's fine. Have you not heard this song before? I don't think I have. What? How have you not? Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm not a music guy. Yeah, I just feel like it's in so many things. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then we have another email from Daniel with the subject line, walking and cocking. (laughs) (laughs) Choice. So good. Uh, And uh, here, here are his guesses. So we know it was Joe Rogan. But I'm going to play even better and list who I want it to be. Joe Rogan is actually an exquisite guest. To part the kimono, Joe Rogan was the joke. It should have been Joe Rogan. It should have been Joe Rogan. We got it wrong. We got it wrong. Uh, And you got it right, Daniel. And and you didn't get it right, sadly. You didn't. You are wrong, in fact. However, uh, if we were funnier... Yeah, you showed up yeah. as our lord and savior <laughs> with the proper joke. So uh, his list of people who he wants it to be are Dax Shepard with guests. It's actually as he records. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam Grant, he's all about rethinking. Uh, Dave fucking Ramsey and mm-hmm. uh, Conan O'Brien of Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend fame. It's why he needs a friend. And last but not least, the boys of Hanksy Panksy. It's where all the kisses came from for the season and why they're why we're always, always on Dick Watch. Mm. Throwing it right back at us. Uh, yeah. That's a tricky one. I, I will say this so far, folks, the, the Loch Ness Monster is still out there. Yeah. Um, I also would say, Daniel, to to your guess that it's us, um, just to give you an idea of how wrong you are, 
I nearly fell on the treadmill yesterday because I was laughing too hard. Mm, yeah. So I don't think I could treadmill and jerk off at the same time. Yeah, probably not. If laughing caused you to almost fall, I, sh- I shudder to think what a straight up orgasm would do to oh, you. Oh, God. It would kill me. Yeah. Um, it was a really funny joke, though. Mm, uh, nice. So, you know, it's not just like any kind of laughter. Yeah. Um, let's look forward to next week, though. Mm-hmm. Um, as IMDb loads on my phone. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Vamp, vamp, vamp. Doing a little vampy vamp. Yep. So, next week, we will be watching 1999's Me and Will. And I need to just double check what this is. See, um, here's, this is the risk that hold, we're Hold running. on. Yeah. Hold on. I... Th- I think he's not really in this. Hold on. Then we can fucking skip it. Yeah, this is looking like he's maybe not in it. Uh, because he's credited as Dogstar slash Self. So I don't think that's right. So instead, we'll be watching uh, next week, 2000's The Replacements. Which, as I, as I double check. Yeah, no, he's... He's actually, he's in this. Okay. As is, I'm learning, Gene Hackman, which makes this an automatic (laughs) dad movie. (laughs) Yes, it does. Oh, yeah. Bing, bang, boom. That's a dad movie right there. Yeah. Do you want to, do you want to take a guess as to what The Replacements is about? Yes. Okay. The Replacements is a precursor to a like super bad um, style comedy, uh, mm. hangover esque comedy, um, where Keanu and um, I don't know Paul Walker are called in as um, okay. replacements for teachers that have mysteriously gone Ooh, missing. Okay, uh, and then but they are. They're substitutes. They're licensed, but boy howdy, do they have some uncouth methods and they're they're just like generic stoner types. They're looking to party. Uh this is not something they ever expected to actually happen to be perma teachers uh mm, to these kids. Okay. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. That's what I think it's going to be about. Sam, what do you think the replacements is going to be about? The replacements is an intense uh political drama in which uh, Keanu Reeves plays the um, kind of political operative in charge of the incoming president's transition team. Mm. Okay. And they are picking the replacements from the old political administration. I see. I yeah. see, I see. So kind of a tense political thriller then. Yes, absolutely. Okay. That would be a new direction for Keanu, for sure. It would. Yeah, and and I think I think he could pull it off. Yeah, I think he could too. Nice. Well, um, in that case, uh, folks, thanks for listening to another, another episode of Hanksy Panksy. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at Hanksy Panksy Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Hanksy Panksy Pod. You can find us on Mastodon at Hanksy Panksy at Home dot Social. Uh, you can send us an email, please, 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 at Hanksy Panksy pod at gmail.com let us know who you thought we bleeped in the previous episode uh who's walking on a treadmill and jerking off at the same time 
Uh, we don't use Twitter anymore, but a uh, fun fact about uh, Elon Musk is uh, his butt is covered in mud all the time. <laughs> and uh, we also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash hanksypanksy. Uh, we got a lot of fun stuff over there. And, um, you know, uh, check us enough money. You can be one of Hanks's heroes like Tuck and Daniel. Uh, fellas, I'd red pill you. Hmm. Very considerate of you, I, I guess. Um, Luke, do you have a final quote? I do. It's said by Switch, and it is, Listen to me, Copper Top. Excellent. Yeah. Love it. Yep, yep, yep. Well, folks, thanks for listening to another episode of Hanksy Panksy Honor Among Reeves. We'll be back next week with 2000's The Replacements. <laughs>